We is recording right now, right here. Welcome to the Broski Doodles Podcast. It's your boy Kiko Flow, Kiko Cervantes. And today I got you with the movie review with the crew. It's a movie review. It's very nice. It's a, review, it's a movie. It's a review that you're going to like. This is for a movie that just came out, actually, recently. I saw it in the movie Vegas. I went to the Vegas. That's how I think, like, the British people, like, in the old, like, in the old English countries talk, like, let's go to the Vegas. Vegas. That's how, I mean, that's how I think they. So I, w- I actually went to the Vegas. I went to the movie. I went to the Cinematic Center. And I saw the movie called A Man called Otto. My name is Otto. With Tom Hanks. Tommy Hanks kills it. I mean, this kills it. Kills it. Kills it. I mean, am I giving it away that I like the movie? Kills it. I'm telling you. A man named Otto. A man named Otto. I saw it in the movie theaters. I think that when you see it, you know, people say when you see it in the theaters, you get a little more connected to the movie. You're, you know, you hear it better. I saw it in this new theater that they put around my house, which has like kind of like VIP sitting, which is just more comfortable seating. So that was pretty nice. We got some popcorn. We got a little, you know, the soda. And I was watching it with my girlfriend. I was like, okay. I'm like, okay, Tom Hanks movie. Let's see, you know, how it is. In Spain, they call it uh, the worst neighbor in the world. Um, but in this theater, I'm able to see it with like the English audio, but just with the subtitles in Spanish for the people that, that, that want to use it. So I saw this movie, man. First of all, I love this type of movies that have sad and nostalgic shit in them. But the movie isn't about that entirely. And it actually comes out with a positive, vibrant message. Because you know what I hate? I hate movies that are simply just sad. Like, they're just sad. Like, it's like a movie about a person that they fall in love, then somebody gets cancer, they die, and then they're sad. Like, and that's the movie, right? And, like, tragic shit, like, we already live that. Like, we live tragic shit. So I don't think we need to fantasize about it in, like, a movie, you know? I think movies are supposed, and art in general, is supposed supposed to inspire you and take you to a better place. I mean, at least that's, that's what I think. I mean, I'm not saying if it's toxic and takes you to a negative place, it cannot be art. I mean, I don't know. We will have to dig deeper into that. But at least the type of art that I like and that I like to make is art that even if it can be sad, nostalgic, and and, and, and be mixed with dark thoughts, it has like a purpose of enlightening a sense of growth. And being in a better place at the end. And this movie, you know, the main character, Otto, Tom Hanks, he, well, his, his wife dies, the love of his life. He finds no meaning in life, pretty much. And, and you know, the whole movie is about, like, finding meaning in life. Even when you think your life is horrible, like, you could be impactful in many people around you and, and make their lives better. And that alone sort of gives you purpose. And And it was a beautiful movie in that sense. But but again, I like the fact that even with the sadness in it, I cried in the movie. 
you end up with like a lighthearted feeling of life and how beautiful life is and how appreciated you should be of people around you and how much you should like really love your fellow humanites, you know? A man named Otto. So, you know, like there's this like funny part of the of the movie that's concurring the whole time, which is he's trying to kill himself. And every time he's about to kill himself, something happens that annoys him, right? And Otto, I related to Otto because I'm kind of turning into an Otto where I'm just like, I'm just annoyed at shit. Like I'm just annoyed at idiots, right? And this guy was annoyed at idiots. And he's like, he's about to kill himself. He has the news. And then he sees somebody parking the wrong way in the, in, the, in the driveway. He's like, fuck. He's like, comes out like, hey, that's not how you park. What the fuck are you doing? He's like, fuck. Which I found funny because he's like, you want to kill yourself, right? But you're, but you're so like an annoying person, which I am sometimes. We're like, well, before I kill myself, let me just address this. Because this motherfucker is like, this is annoying, you know? And... um. So, yeah, every time he was going to kill himself, something would revive him. He would have these flashbacks of his wife and how much he loved her and, like, the, the, how they met. And, and, and it, it puts you to think, you know, like, sometimes you, you're not appreciating the moments you're living in now. And then later in life, you're like, man, I wish I would have appreciated them more. And I think that's a little bit of... I have mixed feelings about that saying because... You will never enjoy or appreciate the moments you're in as much as you will in the future when you remember them. But I think that's how it's supposed to be because when you're living them, you need to live them in this careless way for them to actually even happen. I mean, that's something that I've been like thinking about lately. Like, like yes, I mean, try to appreciate life, but also the futility of how it feels kind of allows you to live because... Without that, like, uh, not rebel or careless, but that loose sort of casual way of living life, without that, you couldn't really navigate through life in an effective way because you'd be, like, just too aware of what's happening. Maybe. I don't know. That, that like, the last 45 seconds you can delete if you think that was just, like, some mind, mind freak, you know. That, that was that guy, Chris Angel's show, right? Mind Freak? Was it Mind Freak? Mind Freak. <laughs> that guy was so funny, bro. That guy was funny, man. Mind Freak. But yeah, Otto, man. A man called Otto. A man called Otto. He don't drive no Otto. What? He drink it out the bottle with a motherfucking hunter. I'm like, mm, mm, bottle. Don't fall in the puddle. You want to go and puddle with my boy named Otto. I mean, Otto is a shit. Like, I kind of liked Otto because he liked order. He liked, like, shit to be correct, you know. And he didn't, people, he didn't like people who weren't correct, dog. Like, I feel that. I'm with Otto on this. But it is sad. You know, he, he, he loses his wife to cancer. I think fucking, you know, fucking cancer. We need to cure that shit. Like, like I like. I hate it. To, I hate to think that in the future, cancer is going to be like the flu. Like, you know how, like, in the 1800s, people just died of the flu all the time? And now we're like, man, that was so fucked. Like, we have ibuprofen or whatever, and you're good, you know? <laughs> what if, like, in 50, 100 years, they're like, oh, they were dying of cancer? Fuck. I mean, we have that pill over the counter. Fuck. But we need to get to that pill right now. 
right now. So Otto's sad. His wife dies. I can only imagine the pain, right? Like, you're alone now. He's like 60, 60, right? And he's like, I got some money, but like, I don't even want to live. So he wants to kill himself, right? He wants to off, you know, shut it off, you know, turn it off. I'll for the lead. I'll for the lead. <laughs> but he can't, right? It's always something bothering him that, he, that doesn't allow him to just complete the deed. And I get that. I mean, not that I try to offer it, but I'm saying I get being annoyed at shit, like at times, you're like, ah, fuck. And Otto meets some new neighbors. And they're like Latinos, you know, they're Latinos, like Mexican-American, you know. Marisol. And she's always like, oh, pero, wait, oh, wait, Otto, you're so annoying, Otto. Otto, why are you always mad, Otto? Here, have some food, Otto. It's a, it's a wonderful uh, chilotes, chilotes. You can eat the food, the chilotes. And he, like, likes it. He's like, oh, he's, like, always mad, but he's like, okay, okay, it's good, it's good. It's interesting. <laughs> and I think the, the guy was, like, more American, but he also spoke Spanish, maybe Salvadorian. She said she was Salvadorian, too, but Mexican. You know what I mean? They're all cool people, you know? It's the Latinos, you know? They're like cool people. And she was, like, this fierce woman, right? Like, studies, smart, go-getter. So he kind of recognized in her, like, oh, she's not that. She's not an idiot. And, like, for him just to say you're not an idiot, that was, like, a lot. That was, like, a lot of love to show. And it was cute because he kind of starts changing and appreciating life and meeting the daughters of Marisol. And he gets, like, a bond with them. And he's now Abuelo Otto. He's Grandpa Otto. Yes. And now Abuelo Otto is taking care of the little girls. And now he's, like, getting a sense of, like, oh, this is how it would be if I had kids. And, like, and he, you know, he gives them, like, the little, <clears throat> the little sleeper that he was gonna have for his kid but his kid you know couldn't make it so he gives it to her and it's like a rite of passage and it's mad beautiful and you can see Otto is finding purpose in life and Otto is finding a reason to stay around to stick around to not you know off the poodle you know another reason to not wet the noodle <laughs> no you gotta wet the noodle but I mean you know what I mean like he's like wait there's a purpose for me. Then he meets a kid that's trans and he helps him out, you know, lets him stay at the house, fixes his bike and then gives him a car. Like what? Chevrolet Cruise? What? I mean, I prefer a Toyota, but if Otto would hear me, he'd be like, damn, you piece of shit because I'm not going American. But I just think the Japanese, you know, I think the Japanese are the ones that really, you know, I mean, you could go German, you could go German, but still too strong for me. It's a little, a little too. But Japan, I think they're fine. Not that, not that they didn't do anything, but they're just a little farther. So it's a little hard. It's a little harder for me to see. So Toyota, for me, Honda, I mean, that's my thing. A Camry, a nice Toyota Camry to go to Disney with your family. What? But anyways, he gives them a, a Chevrolet Cruze, which I'm cool with too. If you give it to me for free like that. So the kid was trans. You know what I liked? I liked that they put in like a trans kid, but they didn't push hard on it on some like annoying shit. It was just like a trans kid that his wife knew and helped him. So he also helped him. And he felt like, oh, what? You shouldn't be like discriminated for, you know, this, this, uh, yeah, discriminated against for that. He shouldn't, right? But they don't press like this whole thing like LGBTQ, like, oh, you know, like this woke shit. No, they didn't. I think it was just very subtle, very like, hey, this is part of, you know, there's people that are like this. And 
you know, they're good people, and that's it. So I think it was balanced in all those ways. Uh, the movie was very inclusive, if you want to say that. It's, that's such a weird word. But without having to try, it was just organic. You know, it was like a community, like organically. You had a black couple. You had some white. You had these new Latinos. You had Otto, who's American, but also, you know, I guess he just hated everybody equally. He wish wasn't cool with people. And obviously, it seems like he got more of a piece of shit after his wife died because obviously you get alienated. What's the word you get? Yeah, alienated. Alienated from society because you just don't want to be with anybody. You're sad as fuck, you know. I can only imagine that. So so Otto, even though he was annoyed at things, it was for a reason, you know. It was funny that he would call like the, the, the service companies and like utility companies like, hey, I want you to turn off my my water, my my gas, my light. And he knew how to do it all in a way where like he was gonna save as much money as possible. Like even him planning his like his suicidal uh experience, endeavor, he still did it in a way to be prepped correctly, which I thought was very interesting to see. Um you know, my boy Otto, at the end he got like a Chevrolet expedition or some shit. Or a Ford expedition. I think he was a Chevy guy. Which was pretty sick. I mean, that I think I think all cars are pretty good these days. But I mean, I normally do prefer a Toyota. I'm sorry. I mean, for the people that are very much American-made, you know, I, I would want to buy everything American. It's just they don't make it anymore. Uh, but I I think cars are really good these days from any brand, you know. And and yeah, I think you can get really good deals on Fords and Chevrolet. But people that are Chevy, they say that Ford is actually even worse so i don't know maybe there's some four people out there like hey bro i got a mustang this shit revs i get the now now with this shit i'm like hey no no you got the four mustang i get it no no i'm telling you Kiko, i got the four mustang in red and girls love it i pick up like thousands a week and i'm like fuck you know i don't doubt it but i'm just not about that life i'm more about a toyota camry Going with the with the family to Disney World, staying at a Comfort Inn, for example, you know, get you know, get a good deal, you know, get I mean, ball out, but get a good deal, you know, like go to dinner, like a nice dinner, but in the morning you go to the Golden Corral, like you know, you balance out the the things, you know, take a lot of like omeprazole so that you know the belly doesn't explode when you're, and don't take any liquor in, you know, you want to make sure that you're clean in the day. Because otherwise you're going to drain your energy. I know you're tempted tempted to touch. You're tempted to touch the liquor Very early, if you go to the parks, you want to throw in a few brewskis. You want to even, you know, something I did, you drink before getting to the parks. You know, that's a little wilder Rooney there. 11 in the morning, you're popping them, popping them brewskis. You know, I've been there. Shit, have I been there? But do you want to be there at 34? Maybe you want to save that energy, buddy, because you're going to be running around the park with the sun. Maybe you want to drink more water. Maybe stay hydrated. You know, maybe take a couple energy bars. You know, maybe you don't do the whole rounds at Epcot Center and get fucked up in the world's, you know, the world's presentation. Mexico, oh, let me have tequila. Oh, let me go to Norway and have a fucking whatever. Sambuca. No, you don't want to do that. You want to chill ski. You want to keep it kosher. I think people go wild, you know, sometimes. They're like 47. They're like, oh, let's go to the fucking, yeah, let's go to Tootsies and shit. Bro, chills. Chills, bro. You got high blood pressure. 
Like, you need to take your pills right now. And they don't get it. My boy named Otto, he had an issue with his heart. Which, I didn't get that part. Like, at the beginning, they're like, you can't go to the army because your heart is too big. But don't worry, you're going to live a long life. Which I thought, oh, shit, maybe having a big heart is like a problem for the army. But maybe, like, for your longevity, maybe it's good. Like, having a big heart is going to mean that you're going to have less effort, less blood pressure. You're going to be good. But he ends up dying from it. So that was weird. It was very heartwarming to see that he solved this issue with his neighbor um, that, that couldn't really move. He was stuck in a wheelchair, Anita's husband. And they kind of go with flashbacks to the relationship they had, which they never really clear out what was the issue they had, it seems. But anyways, he like sort of apologizes to him and kind of helps him get their house back because the developers, the the real estate developers were trying to fuck everybody over by taking their houses and then so they could build their new complexes and shit. You know, it's like the classic story of like the rich realtors coming, trying to buy out, you know, the neighborhood and shit. Um, but it was a beautiful movie. You know, I, I, I came out of the movie theater like in a cloud of how refreshed I was and how happy I felt about the movie like it just put me in a really good mood and it reminded me how important like this is why i love doing the movie reviews because i love watching movies and then talking to you guys about it but how important movies are and art in general but movies are such beautiful experiences and because of their cinematic nature you're able to get in, you know, people that read books are like, you don't even know. When I'm reading the books, like, I get into the books and I'm like a dragon. I'm like, ah! And, like, that's cool. Like, I wish I could I could get there, you know? I, I don't get there. But when I watch movies and I can visually see it, hear the music, the actors, it's just, I think, the maximum form of expression, you know? Like, like I do music, right? Then there's people that like paint shit. There's people that take pictures. There's people that do videos. But when you combine it all and add actors, it's like you're combining all of the art forms into one super art form called the cinematic orgasmic experience or adventure. I think it's an adventure too. So that's why I love movies. And this movie, when I like I said, when I came out of the movie theaters, I just felt, I just felt great. I mean, in my belly, I did feel like a little gassy because when you eat a lot of popcorn, you get a little gassy uh, when you when you leave. It's a little annoying, but more in my heart, I was like, it was, it felt light. It felt like ah, oh, life is beautiful, and those are the type of movies that you want to see. That really, this is a type of movie that I will see later on and rewatch it because it takes me to the happy place of of feeling appreciative about life. And I think not only being appreciative about your own life, but the people around you and being appreciative of how much you can affect their lives. And that even when we see wrong and ugliness, there's so much beautiful things in the world that we take for granted, that we sort of overlook because we want to concentrate on the bullshit and the negativeness. We need to make sure we do not concentrate on negativeness. We got to concentrate on the positiveness, okay? It's a positiveness. A man called Otto. So Marisol had two daughters, and they were funny as fuck, man. And they would play around with this guy, you know. And he and they would always give him food, like Latino food. Like, oh, this has some Salvadorian cookies. He would take me. Like, oh, my God, it's so good. 
and and it's funny how food takes like a big role in integration you know like with cultures communities food unites people like i feel like a chef that's like in a netflix documentary food unites the people when you grab the tamal and you grab the taco and you put it together and you then you can you can make the nature of the of the people but it's true this guy was eating food and he's like okay maybe she's not that bad although i'll be honest with you i'm kind of weary of eating other people's food like that i kind of like i'll be worse than auto you you bring me like a weird ass like tupperware of food i'm like hey yo chills with this bro chills thanks thanks but no thanks and i know people in the comments might be like yo what a little piece of shit you know you're like auto but worst yeah i'm like ottoman empire type shit but that's just me. I, I just like random food like that. I, I will say this, and this is something that Latinos do. Marisol, she was a little too like comfortable. She was too friendly, like like too much. Like, oh hi, can you take care of my daughter? Can I get the hammer? Can I get the ladder? And like, if I, I think Otto actually was correct in being a bit annoyed because he was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Like, why are you annoying me so much? Like, you just got here. I don't even fucking know you. But obviously that drove the movie, right? The fact that she was wanted to interact with him and, and that annoyance of her actually grew on him. And I'm just being a piece of shit. She wasn't annoying, but she was she was a little bit intense. But Marisol's character was really good. I'm trying to see who's the that actor because I think she was so good. And man, like she did such a great character in like in like showing someone that works really hard and I, I you see this happen a lot with moms in general. I'm not even gonna say like all oh, Latina moms, like just moms, all the moms. I mean, there's, there's of course pieces of shit moms, but most moms do amazing jobs to like raise their kids and like and not complain and just always like be ready for more and have energy for more and you know I just think that they're like you know they're heroes. They're heroes. All right. So the cast, this is crazy, bro. It's hard to find it. Mariana Trevino. Yeah. Mariana Trevino. She's really cool. Yeah, I've seen her before, like in Spanish films, but, but yeah, now she's she's like on 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 this movie and. I loved her. I thought she did amazing. Um, I thought that like the accent mix with with her comfort in screen and, and the way that she acts so well makes it just stick so good. Um, I love the the husband was like a lot more like chill, like <laughs> which Otto thought he was like 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 a fucking imbecile. Um, yeah, I just I just thought the movie was so good, man. Like I thought that and Tom Hanks, man, kills it. You know, you you gotta love when an actor knows how to how to transition through life and roles because I, there's actors that have a problem with aging and they don't find themselves comfortable in their skins. They got too identified with roles where they were like hot guys or whatever or girls. And then they're not able to transition or they have difficulty. But Tom Hanks did it so smoothly where he went from being in, in movies where he was like the hot guy young 
And as he aged, he he knew where to put himself in roles where he always was adequate for the role and always felt perfect for the role and never felt like he was uncomfortable or not as like it's just perfect. Like he's now a 60-year-old man and he plays a 60-year-old character of a guy and he does it so well and he's so believable and because it, it, it comes from like a real place. You could tell when you see great art like this even if it's a fiction, right? You can tell all of those feelings and emotions come from a real place, right? From like events that happened and that were plastered into, uh, you know, a series of experiences in a in a in a, in a movie or a, this is from a, a book, I believe, which is called A Man Named Ove Ove Ove, and this movie um, they had made a movie in Sweden some years back. This is like the American version. Um, so yeah, I'm not just praising Tom Hanks. Like there's people behind him, the movie. There's a book that this was based on. Uh, but it was just great. It was just great uh, movie making. And Tom Hanks just kills it. I think Tom Hanks is amazing. Like he's amazing. Like in this movie, he acts a lot with little expressions where he's not just saying shit. Like he, he, he just looking and doing expressions. And the expressions say everything when he's just pissing he's like he he kills it with his face and and the expression that he makes so big ups to to tom hanks big ups to shet hanks me boy directly from jamaica and and yeah i mean this movie in the in the broski doodles rector scale i have to say this would be a 7.5, 7.5. I know the last one was also 7.5. But yeah, I just feel like this is a solid, it's a solid movie, um, solid script, solid story, great captivating scenes, really good cinematography. And just overall, just a great, like good, feel good, hearty film you know cinematic adventure without any orgasmic experiences but a lot of nostalgia and a lot of uh, goody goody feeling at the end so 7.5 um this is a movie that also touches suicide like the last one we that we reviewed scent of a woman if you haven't seen that episode go see it if you haven't seen the movie watch the movie then go watch the episode keep in mind that for all these movie reviews the best is for you to watch the movie first and then come you know come see the review it's gonna be a lot more fun as you're gonna be able to relate to the shit that you just saw um yeah my boy named Otto 7.5 let me know what you think this is a movie that just came out so if you haven't seen it go watch it I mean if you already saw the podcast <laughs> but otherwise watch it and then watch the podcast again so that you can relate to the scenes that I'm talking about please let me know in your comments what you thought of the review what you thought of the of the movie and, and yeah subscribe to the thing you know like it we're on Spotify we're on iTunes we're on everywhere you can get podcasts um, and, and yeah we're on YouTube so you know keep it real support the fam keep it good keep it good I love you take care